Hello everybody, welcome to episode 43 of the Coffee Club Podcast. This is a very big one today. It feels, it's a little different, we're doing this one in the evening, but this is on the eve of the World Championships when this episode comes out. I believe the World Championships starts on Friday of this week, no? I think you're right, yeah. Sounds right. And this will come out on Thursday, so it's weird because it doesn't really feel real. I don't know, well you guys are racing, I'm not racing, so obviously it doesn't feel real to me, but does it feel like it's happening in one week? It's come up super quick. Definitely. Yeah, a bit, I think it's nice to feel like it's just kind of life is normal for now. Up until we leave, Yeah, which is in two days. Yeah, so. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's a home. It kind of is for us a home championship, world championship. And it's kind of crazy because usually you go on training camp, you know, you go somewhere where it's near the area of the world championship. But, like, for us, it's like a two-hour flight. So it doesn't really feel like the world champs is coming up this close. And... Uh, I mean, we're excited for it. It's just, I think we're going to feel it when we get in. I think when we get into Eugene, then it's going to start to click and uh, we'll feel it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much being life is normal otherwise. We'd chill at home. Ollie's having a beer. Thank, thanks for uh, thanks for the offer. Wait, NA. It's an NA beer, brother. Well, that's well, how we know. That's how we know <laughs> it's World Champs Week. Ollie's on an NA. And you, and you got treatment today. And I got oh treatment today. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, I don't it's, know. You it's might be changing. Ollie's going to be unstoppable. It's a full moon tonight, boys. <laughs> I tell you that much. No, I thought I would uh, treat myself to a non alcoholic beverage and uh, enjoy the company and go through uh, go through what's going on. Yeah. Well, obviously, we're going to get into the World Champs and also the main race this week, which is my race on Friday, the sound, back at Sound Running for the 5K. I looked at the field today, by the way. How many people are in it? Not Spicy? many. Spicy? Not many. Not many. <laughs> Not many, but who, you just don't know what's going to happen with those. But before we get into all that stuff, the big news which is blowing up in the track and field world today was when it was officially announced is that the fact that Jerry Schumacher did indeed take the Oregon head track and field director job, which is just, it's kind of bananas. We, we talked about it last week and we didn't go too into detail with it because it was very much so a rumor at that point. But... It's been confirmed today, and it's also been confirmed that he's going to continue coaching Bauman, and Bauman is moving to Eugene. And so it's just, you see all the dominoes are going to fall now. It's crazy what happens. I don't know if everyone understands the reality when a coach, when a director changes at a college. This isn't always true, but often all the coaches that are there are immediately fired, which at a school like Oregon, to get those jobs, you have to be a pretty high-profile, pretty legit coach. So these are some really good coaches there. And so I don't know if their jobs, if they still have them or not, the Ben Thomas and Helen. Particularly Ben. Um, yeah. It's interesting because he coaches Cole and Cooper. Holcocker and Cooper teardrop for those who are keeping up. Uh, and for them personally, like having like that kind of pro group, then being overwhelmed with all the Bauman guys coming in and a Bauman keg director coach for Ben Thomas like what's that going to look like is Ben Thomas going to stay it's just a, it's a lot of questions there particularly with like their all Nike um, run 
So, I, don't, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if Ben Thomas wants to stay. I don't know. I couldn't see him staying. Well, I don't you, think it's going to be up to him. One of them's got to leave. I don't, I don't think it's going to be if he wants to stay. It's going to be if Jerry lets him stay because Jerry obviously wants to coach the men. I'm going to say there's I'm, no <laughs> way Ben Thomas stays under Jerry. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. But also, why then would Helen stay? Unless Jerry's only going to coach the men. But that I, seems unlikely as well. well. I could see that happening. I think that's More pretty common. More likely than... That's how it was at Wisconsin. There was a director who was the men's distance coach and then they had a separate female distance coach. What about coach. when Jerry was at Wisconsin? He only coached the men, I'm really? pretty sure. Yeah, he wasn't the director though, so True. Was it, was a, it was a different coach. time, but I, I, he's going to have so much on his plate. It's going to be weird the fact that all the Bowman people will be technically based in Eugene. The United Emirates Athletic Club will run Portland. They'll be the, the only group based in Portland, I guess. So it's just a massive reshuffling, and it's OTC? just cre- well, OTC maybe doesn't exist marks. anymore. Mark Rowland confirmed lift, right? Yeah, confirmed. we didn't mention that last time. Is that he got another job as well? Yeah, he he's got a job at Athletics Canada. So it seems like OTC just doesn't exist anymore. I think maybe Nike's gotten rid of it, and they're bringing Bowman to Eugene now. So it's <sighs> Dude, a bit of a replacement shakeup type thing. Because okay. Oregon Track Club will never cease to exist. I think that's like the biggest track club in the u.s but just oregon track club like the elite yeah oregon track club elite i feel like might be done it's crazy that's pre that's pre man that's like nike's whole freaking cash cow is is prefontaine and otc right like those are are separate things pre was with otc correct no this is a more recent thing pre wasn't with otc no i don't think otc existed when pre was alive I think it is old. I thought I thought it was old. But I don't know. I, thought, I mean, I'm sure OTC it. Elite wasn't a thing. OTC then, Elite, I think, was created by Vin Lanano more recently. Oh yeah, with like Andy Weeding, right? Yeah. So that was when it first started. But there was yeah. an OTC before that too, which was more of a club thing, right? Maybe there was the Oregon Track Club from yeah. pre-time. So, I'm so not sure. They what must what be called. keeping that and then getting rid of the Elite. Oh, who knows? Yeah. This is that, crazy. That, that sounds like. <laughs> an opening for Ben Thomas there somewhere to take there's that. going to be some pros in Eugene needing to coach and Ben Thomas is there without a job I'll take yeah. that <laughs> it seems like the, domino, s- the dominoes are going <laughs> to fall into place there I'll scoop that up yeah <laughs> if Nike wants him to keep coaching yeah, Cooper yes, and Colin wants and him. he wants to keep doing it and they want him to keep doing it which is a lot of ifs I suppose I mean we've so heard a lot of, yeah we've heard a lot of ifs in the rumor mills of like Cooper joining another group and, and, and just the whole Nike kind of situation in the u.s is just crazy right now i mean the effects of jerry going to i mean imagine all the recruiting process for now college it's weird because i think yeah it's going to make some kids really want to go there and it's going to make some kids not want to go there 100 percent. i think 100%. it's going to make more kids want sprints, to go there, sprints and jumps are going to suffer at oregon now who's that yeah. is that kid uh from florida going to oregon this year reinhardt, uh, reinhardt. Harrison, Harrison. Harrison. yeah we'll have to get oh, there'll be like uh, people like feels. so there'll be some freshmen starting this year that yeah, either rubbing their hands together, being like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing ever." I'm, I'm going to Bowman. <laughs> yeah, or, or there'll be some that'll be like, "How is Jerry going to coach sixty people at a yeah. high level?" <laughs> and am I going to be working out with Mohamed like next week? Yeah. Are there going to be burritos involved? Like, there's will a lot of questions with that. Will there be burrito trucks still left in Eugene? Who knows? I mean, looking at the social media when this kind of story came out, it was kind of I thought it was going to be a lot more positive. Uh, than what I saw it was quite negative a lot of Nike bashing but also just like how could you hire someone with what's going on with with Shelby and and the burrito burrito gate but I mean it is a crazy thing to think about now that a lot of the the running that's going to be happening in Haywood is going to be like Bauman time trials and skating standards and stuff like sound sound running like literally got a lot of hype and got a lot of support because guys like Grant Fisher were going to run the American record in the 10k so now those guys not turning up 
it's gonna be crazy to yeah. see what the shift's gonna happen <clears throat> to Haywood. Like everything's gonna be in Eugene now, really. Yeah. Like that's confirmed. Jerry would just ring up Sound Running and be like, "All right, on this day, I'm gonna have all my guys come break all the American records, and then everyone wants to go." And now maybe Sound Running now he's not gonna need it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sound Running might move to Eugene. Maybe Sound Running like jumps onto Jerry and say, "Hey, can we like sponsor the meet?" Yeah, he doesn't need it anymore. He's got a whole university budget to work with. So 100%. it changes everything. 100%. I think, I said this to Ollie earlier, I kind of love this stuff because I love just big shakeups. It's just exciting. Bit of spice. Yeah, a lot of spice, a lot of crazy stuff happening. I think for a lot of the key people, it won't change much. But I was wondering how much they must be paying Jerry, Nike. It'll, they must be paying him so much money now because I guess technically his paycheck from Oregon will be public information. But you never know how Nike operates. They could be like, they could be like, for example, we'll give you 200k as the Oregon coach, and then we'll give you two million as the Bowman coach. You know, if you take both these jobs, so you never know. But he's gonna be getting paid so much money. So what? So what happens with like the like Shalane and and Pascal? Like how do, how would that work? Because would they be able to get access into yeah. Oregon? Maybe yeah. Pascal will just be the new strength coach. Yeah. Like, could you see them working with now Oregon Ducks? Yeah. Like Shalane, I, I think could, Shalane could even take that job from Helen. Yeah, I don't know. I think according to what I saw, Shalane is continuing her role as the Bowman. What is her role? Assist, volu- assistant, assistant coach? coach. I almost said volunteer. I, I thought her role was like just telling the girls that they're never going to be as good as her. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what Riz does to us. It works pretty Riz well. Does, Riz does that <laughs> to us on occasion. I tell you what, it works. Works pretty well. But it's like, yeah, you didn't run this. Yeah, maybe. That would be a crazy change for her. Like, way be, more yeah. responsibility because mm. she... I mean, she probably, I mean, she definitely would feel like she could do it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, the girls, the women's team will, I mean, she'll probably be completely in control of how they move forward because I can imagine Jerry now has his hands full. You yeah. would think one of them might stay completely Bowman, Bowman yeah. and not anything Oregon, just so there's like one person still fully committed to the elite side of it. What happens with traveling? Like for Jerry? Jerry. Well, Jerry in general, like he goes to Utah for training camps. He no, doesn't, he he doesn't go for training camps. He just goes for workouts every now and then. But that's what I'm saying. Like he can't do that as an organ coach, can he? Yeah, I honestly feel like he doesn't really feel like he needs to. I think he feels like with, between the older guys on the team, they yeah. can kind of take care of it. Like, like Pascal could also just Or maybe go. he's seen Shalane now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think he feels like he can juggle it. I guess we'll see what happens. But the thing is with Jerry, if you know the way he coaches – this isn't a diss. It's definitely more like he'll he'll give a lot of people really hard workouts, and it's a matter of if you can do it, you can do it. Make it or break it. Make it or break it. And so it definitely works for a lot of people. So he's going to have so many talented people at Bowman, so many talented people at Oregon. And so a lot of people maybe don't know this, but in 2019, the UNC director job was up, and Jerry actually, I think, applied for it. And was contemplating moving the whole group to North Carolina and taking the job. So it's been known that he's wanted to get back into college coaching for a while. Apparently, he was pretty frustrated about how some of the athletes were when he got them out of college. He would want them to be a lot more further along in their training. More developed. Yeah, more developed. And so he's wanted to get younger, like a way to get younger athletes for a while. And now Dude. he's just got everything he wants. So They should be hitting quadruple threshold in college. Yeah. That's what Jerry's <laughs> getting at right now. He's like, they are so underdone. These guys aren't even running 120 miles a week with yeah. triple threshold. Um, so. The interesting thing with the situation is, Ollie's hot take here, will this be the rise or the fall of Bauman? 
because it's going to be a shake-up, right? Well, I say Bauman's rise has already happened. No, but like, get Bauman can keep continue to rise. But it's, I'm saying, could this true. be a fall or rise for them, this situation? Like, oh, I see. Is like, it, is there stuff going up or down right now? Stonks, yeah. Yeah. But could Are could we this rise in even more for Bauman? Could this get even higher, like to a peak that we've never seen in this sport? Or is it going to start going down and it's going to... Would, would, you, would you invest right now? I'm investing in Bauman right now. Um, Honestly, no. 100%. Personally, because I think... I mean, dude, Jerry... Maybe Jerry's not just going to be as involved with Bauman anymore, but he's going to be busy. Like, more busy than what he has been before. And I just don't see him being able to juggle... Like, because there's a lot of people in Bauman. Being able to juggle both those... Like, just everything. It's just going to be a lot. I feel like Maybe there's the going to be something that's going to fall, fall between the cracks. Like, there's going to either be the athletes in coming in, freshmen. There's going to be staff or the way thing logistics goes or could be anything. Um... I just think personally, like, it's, I think it's too much. I don't know if he can actually do it. Yeah. Maybe he does it for a little bit and then just, like, Holt throws a baton to somebody else to take the reign to Bauman and he wants to stay with college coaching. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out, personally. Like, you're right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the team got slightly smaller. Because I feel a, like a it, it peaked, like, a couple of years ago. Where it seemed like there were 20 people size. on each side of Bauman. Yeah, after Rio. Well, I mean, it's definitely it, got a little smaller. He wants, I mean, you want more women, surely. So that might that might continue. Yeah, because now they've just got all the training partners they need in college. I mean, they've got <laughs> they just throw them in workouts. They just pacemakers. They do have unlimited resources. The facility, yeah. like so. That's everything. what I was gonna say. I don't disagree with anything you said, but I think the reason I would invest in Bauman is because Stonks. I think at the end of the day, like not to sound too, I don't know what you'd say. Like it's not pessimistic, but I think the money will always win. Yeah. And I think nah, yeah, I think yeah. there's gonna be so much money behind this. They're just gonna throw so much at it, Nike money, all that stuff. And I think I think they'll just make it happen. It's gonna be amazing. I honestly do because I think just the more and more, it's like a monopoly almost, where you just get more and more stuff, and you just put more in and you get more out ultimately. I, 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 I hundred agree. I hundred percent agree with that. I think that is a definitely a valid situation to invest. It's just, is it going to be too much? There's going to be a lot of individual athletes, I think, that will feel the effects of what you're talking about in terms of falling through the cracks, which is also what happens in Bauman and also happens in probably every single pro group or every yeah. single college team. There are always athletes that fall through the cracks, and I think, yes, this will probably, or potentially looks like it could lead to more to that. But I guess we don't. We're, we are talking very speculatively right now because you don't know how, many, how much staff he's going to hire to exactly. support him yeah. and all that, and maybe he does just hire... A shit ton of staff at Oregon and more people at Bauman. It's gonna be the best thing for everyone. Make it work, and he's yeah, more. He really is more of a director role yeah. for both. Navigates the whole Oregon thing. and Bauman, which he seems like. If you look at it at Bauman, he has always been trending to more of a director role rather than, for example, if we talk about Ritz as a coach. Ritz is very. He's like he hands like on. has to be there. Like he has to be there at your workouts. Like he's very in the thick of it. Where very I personable. think Jerry's not really that type of coach. Again, not in a bad way. He is more of a director-style coach. Mm. So I, I could see how there is ways that he could make it work, but mm. it's a very, very, very interesting shake-up in the running world for sure. I'd love to know how long that was in the works for. I, don't, yeah. I feel like it's been pretty bang-bang. But like, when did they announce that? Um, is it Robert Johnson? Yeah. Uh, he was not getting. That renewed. was only a few weeks ago, but I agree with George. It must have been in, that must have been in the works for a while. The it must firing of him because it must have been he's had those controversies for yeah. a year now or what so. What were the controversies? Just the, about I, the female athletes, oh, about yes, the body yes. scan stuff, and those types of issues. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. It's funny when you think about this stuff. There's got to be some people at Nike who we don't know their names. I mean, we know some of their names who are literally just running the show. You know what I mean? Oh, in control. There's got to be yeah. some people who have orchestrated all these these moves. The chess master. They yeah. could have been like planning it like five years ago. Yeah. Right? Like Jerry is eventually gonna shift to get the Oregon job. They have all the power. Man. I just can't. Yeah. I can't wait till they. Uh, and then they were feeling threatened by a uh, smaller, smaller group. group. And then all of a sudden, they just <laughs> less well resourced. They just call up that coach and be like, "Hey, like, uh, we got a blank check for <laughs> you. Do you want to, do you want to move over? Yeah, move over to the dark side. Yeah. Um, what about Shelby in this situation? Because she's obviously <laughs> got, to Eugene. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Is she gonna? Do you think she could do? Like, would she do? If you see her in Eugene, would you be surprised? Not I at all. Not at all. So I could see her just potting some land down there and flooding land, starting up a, you know. Yeah. I, I could see that. I mean, at this point, she could probably just get away with training in Eugene. There's so many goddamn Nike athletes down there. It's just a mecca. Yeah, everyone's going to be there. So. Everyone's going to be there. You would at least expect Oregon cross country to do better than yes. they have. Well, in that, the last that's few another years. thing that Morgan It'd actually be pretty mentioned useless. to me. Yeah, Morgan mentioned to me like he's going to be hunting uh, NAU and Mike Smith. Like he's going to want to Oregon just to take. It's going to be sweet. They're finally going to have some competition because if you think about Jerry's coaching. As a college coach, if it works for anything, it's definitely cross-country. He's mm -hmm. had some amazing cross-country teams in the past, and he knows how to get guys extremely fit. Badger tough, baby. Yeah, badger is it going to be a Badger Miles, I guess? Is it Badger Miles, Jerry Miles? Now it's Duck Miles. It's duck, well, it's going to be Jerry Duck Miles. Duck Jerry, Jerry Duck Miles. Shoemaker Miles. Yeah. That is definitely, like, maybe the closest comparison to his training is, like, Smith's big volume workouts. And I feel like we've had it confirmed a few times that the other person for a Nike job in the last few years like they've been wanting Mike Smith so mm. now, now they're just trying to get him now they're just gonna go head to head yeah wait this is random does does Mike Smith still coach Galen that's a good that's a good <laughs> question Unknown. yeah I think so <laughs> that's been uh, yeah. super quiet could, could Galen go to song. Jerry now who Galen just go to Jerry. I don't, well, think they have very, I don't think they have a very good relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because oh, that's the whole thing when, of Alberta. when Oregon Project split. Yeah. True they were on opposite sides. I think True they don't like each other. Back well, when Bauman used to be the good well, guys. Then, you I think know. Galen's racing like next week. He is. He's in the marathon. Joe requested so I to roommate with him. <laughs> See what happens. So, good luck, Joe. Hopefully, yeah. you get that roommate request for Galen. Um, you can ask him, too, if he's still coached by Mark Smith. That would help out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's just the, the ramifications of this. Is this gonna, We're going to see this for the next few weeks. It's going to be great for us because we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting. So It's crazy that this news also came out a few days before World Champs. They couldn't have just waited two more weeks to announce it? No, nah, they probably wanted to distract <laughs> everyone. Maybe there's some, like, underlying issue with the stadium. Isn't that like, weird? Oh, we'll just throw this out so we don't, you know. Things must have just been moving too fast in terms of too much kids, news. kids at... Oregon probably didn't have a coach anymore and they're like we need a coach because I, I heard some people saying that the Oregon kids found out like before it was public you know oh, wow. which is often how it is when a yeah. college coach changes so they probably just got forced to announce it early because if I was a Bowman athlete I probably wouldn't want to know that I have to like move out of my place <laughs> like like a couple of weeks before Worlds you're like yeah I'm going to I'm going to Eugene for Worlds and also to look at some apartments <laughs> I mean I think for them personally they, they've got time shortly uh, they'll get looked after yeah, yeah. So. Well, they could they could probably just you know stay in the uh, what's that tower thing? You're just staying at that? Haywood. Family. I can't wait to see Jerry just up there going like this, just crossing his arms and, and yeah, looking like, down at the like stadium. in Samaritz where yeah. he just stood on top of the apartment building yeah. overlooking that, the track. That, that's what Rich would do. Yeah. He would just yeah. do that. Like, He'd, timing workouts. He'd just be at the top of the stadium. It's epic. I can't wait to see Jerry at uh, at Wells and congratulate him. 
So that's gonna be great. His Shake his hand. Say congratulations on the Tennessee job. I mean, I mean the Oregon job. He's gonna. Job. He's gonna. I think he kind of hates Wisconsin now. He does hate, hate Wisconsin. What, he hates Wisconsin. I don't think he, does. He hate OAC. I feel like him and Ritz. No, are, I think he respects OAC. Yeah. What you guys are doing. Um, but he did say to me at Tokyo, well, actually, me and Monson, we were cooling down after Tokyo. He said Badger Tough. That's the only thing he ever said. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Jerry at the end of the day is he is very loyal to Wisconsin. Even though I just said he hates Wisconsin, what I meant is he hates... <laughs> what, I, what I meant is that he hates our lack of cross-country success in the last 10 years. Uh, so he, he does love Wisconsin, though. He, he, that's why he hates it, because it's not having the success that he thinks it should be R- having. Riddle me this, though. If, say, the director, say Mick Byrne retires or goes somewhere else, and the two jobs open, Oregon and Wisconsin, which one does he take? See, I think maybe the Oregon one now, just because how are you going to convince the pro group to move to Madison? Oh, it's so a good place to train. What, and your big Under Armour, is it still Under Armour? Yeah. It's massive Under Yeah, so that wouldn't work You couldn't either. have both those contracts. It's yeah. true. So that wouldn't that work. That would be the deal breaker. That's a good question, though. I think he would love to take that Wisconsin He would, he would love if, to take it back. If there was different circumstances. Honestly, looking at it now, I'm surprised he even left it. Well, it was a very different time. Mm, definitely. And got to start a pro group and he's had a lot of success. So, yeah, I think that's that. It's it's just interesting to talk about. As I said, I think very exciting to have this very spicy exciting. stuff happen in the in the running world because, you know, a lot of the time things just happen pretty pretty standard, pretty, you know, normal weeks. And then this type of news comes along and it changes everything. So it's it's very cool to see. And we'll, we'll see what happens with it. It'll be very interesting. But... Uh, the next thing that we want to talk about is we have a very funny story. Hilarious. Which we have to tell George, and we have to bring our intern Avery on. Am I the only one who doesn't know this? Well, uh, we were all yeah, there. We were all there. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking forward to Avery? this. Intern. Avery's, intern Avery. Uh, he's reading his book next door. He's a little shy. He doesn't want to come on, but this is the funniest story ever. For context... <laughs> Pop a squat here, champ. <laughs> so for context, Avery, who was mentioned on the podcast last week, as being Yared's favorite roommate. I just want to say hi, Avery, so the people at home can hear your hi. beautiful voice. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Beautiful. Make, make sure you're speaking to the mic. But so for context, I think we even got to rewind two days mm-hmm. when we had dinner, got a little peckish, went to Culver's drive through We did. And Oli said, hey, Avery, I'll give you $20 if you ask the lady at the place where you pay, if you ask for her number. And well, the rule the rule was as well like she had to be cute. So like well, Avery was the one that said, "If she's cute, I'll do it." Yeah. So that was the rule. So like, that's what he said. And then, yeah. so surprise, surprise, we roll up to the window, smoking. Like she, she was, was so cute. she was so Confirmed. cute. She was very cute. And we just started like everyone in the car, including me and Yared and Morgan, just cracked up laughing because we knew like what was coming because it was like yeah, yeah. it's obvious what's going to happen here. Yeah. And then what happened there, Avery? Um. Uh, Got a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> didn't say anything. for my food. Yeah, so Avery, Avery froze a little on this instance. And you could tell it was one of those ones where the moment was just so quick. It came and gone and it was like, oh, crap. I messed up. And so I think Avery has been looking to redeem himself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> since that moment. And then so today we went to a coffee spot in Boulder called Beliza. And we're sitting down with my parents. My parents are visiting at the moment. And... There was another cute girl sitting at the bar, and Avery 
just like real real cool it's like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ask for that girl's number yeah and i was sitting there like wait is he actually gonna do it we, like, we didn't we didn't really know because he because he kind of asked us it's like yeah i'm gonna go ask that girl would you pay me 20 bucks if if i go ask her and i was like well i'd rather you pay you for the colbers <laughs> situation but let me let me look so I, I picked up my coffee and went put it down couldn't see couldn't see her because she was facing the, right, the other way so i went and sit down i was like go for it if you want and then me and me and morgan didn't think he was gonna actually do it no because it's like it was like a pretty busy coffee shop she was like right at the bar next to like in the thick of everything i mean it was a very public area it was super public and he just gets up i'm like wait is he actually doing it right now amazing amount of confidence i could never do what he did <laughs> i wouldn't do that amazing i wasn't even there but i'm imagining it and i wouldn't do that no and then he comes back 10 seconds later i'm like wait did he just do it and then so what happened yeah in here Avery? uh so basically i walked up to her and i was like excuse me you got a boyfriend and she's like yeah i'm sorry and then i said oh i'm sorry have a nice day so i walked yeah very, so like, very easy very easy a very yeah. good interaction but at the same time we're like holy shit avery's got some balls yeah so. that was some big <laughs> like, like this was like sweet and then so we walked out like pretty happy like wow good good job avery that's real impressive that you went and did that and then we get a bagel from next door and we're sitting outside the coffee shop now eating our bagels and the girl works at, walks out of the store with her boyfriend we look over, he's wearing on running shoes. He wears running clouds. He looks at us, eyes light up, and then he walks over and says, Coffee Club? What's up, guys? I'm a massive <laughs> fan of your podcast. <laughs> he, he literally said, He's like, Yeah, I'm no a huge way. fan. Like, I just went for a run. Um, and then my girlfriend just mentioned that a guy came up to her and asked if, if she had a boyfriend. He's like, All respect. Like, yeah, he no was worries, so, they mate. Were like, so cool about very, it. very chill about it. Like, shook our hands and, like, introduced themselves and shook Avery's hand like very very chill like really well well sported but he's like yeah like I'm a huge fan like of, of the pod and then Morgan's mom comes out of nowhere great marketing gives him a sticker, him a sticker. and we just Perfect chat for a little bit yeah. we just chat for a little bit and she literally just goes like hey like Avery huge compliment like thank you like yeah, she yeah. was pretty chuffed about very, it. Very, very chuffed about it. Very chill. But the whole like story just was the just coincidence. hilarious. Did you crazy. tell her she, he was the coffee club intern? Uh, <laughs> did we? No. We no, didn't mention we that. Didn't, we didn't I can't believe I missed that. But it was no, kind of crazy because we thought when they were looking at us, because we saw the shoes, but the first reaction was they were looking at us because of Avery um, asking her. But we thought he was going to come square up. Yeah, he's going to come square up, but he was actually like, oh, coffee club, these guys. <laughs> So I, I like I think she probably I don't know if she was fan of fans of ours yeah, we in know any she way, was. but she definitely like went out to him. I imagine this is all speculative, but went out to him. It's like, hey, like yeah, these guys, this guys came up to me and asked about a boyfriend. It was kind of funny. It's pretty pretty sweet of him to say that. And she's like, he's like, oh, who was it? And then if they pointed at Morgan <laughs> and me sitting down with Avery and your parents, I can just imagine the reaction there. Um, but uh, it was thank you for coming up and saying hello. If you're listening, uh, it was very nice to meet. Definitely give a shout out to them. There are yeah. a couple of fans from Texas. We won't reveal any of their personal details, but of course not. a couple but of lovely people. Lovely people going for a run, enjoying Boulder, and uh, they were very very sweet people. So it was it was just like one of those things where you're like it's the how craziest did that coincidence. Ever. How did that happen? <laughs> it was great. And Avery, you gotta feel pretty good after that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't feel too good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at this point we've got to go back to Culver's. Yeah. So also, if you're the, if you're the Culver's drive-through girl uh, in Longmont. Well, we know she works start. Friday because that's when we went. Is it? It was a Friday, so we'd have to go back on a Friday. Is it, right? it was Saturday? No, it was Saturday night. It was a Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yeah. What's today? Monday. Yeah. Well, Do you want to go back and try again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, right, well, with the amount of confidence you showed and you're a strapping young lad, I think yeah. you'll be right. Yeah. I, I'm fully backing my boy. I agree. I think I'm backing can do it. If uh, you can do it in a crowded coffee shop in Belize, <coughs> you can certainly do it at a drive-thru. Yeah, I guess if there are any single ladies watching and they 
you want to reach out to Avery, just, <laughs> just uh, DM us and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll send you his up. contact details. Yeah, we'll but yeah mad Sweet. respect, Avery. All right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you, coming over. Appreciate it. Uh, we had to share that story with George Live because it was just the craziest, this is unbelievable. coincidence. It was unbelievable. I'm sad I missed that. It was so funny. Instead, <laughs> I got my, I got the cough test done on me. It was lovely. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it felt great. That was the most pointless exercise ever. What'd you get done? I didn't know how to go about saying I got my balls fondled wait you got podcast. your balls fondled today did you guys get that last I year I did not oh I didn't get that I you gotta that pay extra required. for that maybe they just thought <laughs> maybe hmm, that was extra I'm gonna I'm gonna strap on some add-ons here you yeah. guys were having a lovely coffee and a bagel and we were and then we just watched one of the greatest scenes of all time I think that's gonna go down as like my <laughs> top five great greatest scenes of all time I can't believe it like it would have been a cool scene as it was and then the fact that the coffee club got brought into it was just absolutely amazing. icing on the cake baby yeah I should, I should probably explain I had to go get my... Yeah, I was going to say, you just said your balls got fondled <laughs> and then it didn't even like add just on. What, on. I had to go get my physical done today in an EKG thing for Com Games. Similar to what these guys had to do last year. Mm-hmm. Also quite a traumatic experience for Ollie. Well, that financial. Was, that, that, financial. Was like, that was like five months later. It was traumatic. Yeah. That was traumatic five months later, yeah. Uh, Not a lot of the time. The short, the short version is Ollie and I both have the same health insurance and we went and got this physical for the Olympics and it was covered by our insurance but then ollie gets all these bills like five months later and he's like wait what is this and he i guess you hadn't updated your address or something on your insurance and so you hadn't been paying it for a few months and so then it wasn't it didn't exist at the time of when you got that physical so then they paid they charged you like what was it three thousand dollars for a physical and it was and athletics australia wouldn't pay for it yeah that's even our second bashing on Athletics Australia yeah. in a row. Well, the reason, yeah. the reason they wouldn't pay for it is like, well, you we could do the physical in Australia. How um, could you do you it in chose, Australia if you were here? I know, but they, like, it's kind of like you chose to live in America. That's like, what you get you for being in America. Yeah. yeah. Well, no hopefully my insurance covers most of mine, but otherwise, Athletics New Zealand have told me they will foot the bill otherwise. They, they probably don't know how expensive it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah, true. Yeah, they're not going to like that one. Yeah. But, so... That was uh, my day. Yeah. Good days all around, but coming up, it is World Chance Week, and yeah, we're sitting here at home. It's all about to go down. I agree with you guys that I think as soon as you get into Eugene, then it'll be in race mode because, I mean, every time you go to Eugene, it's it's race mode, I guess. So, race mode, yay. Yeah, I think uh, what we should give a little preview on just so people can have an idea of like what kind of the plans are for both of you guys between now and your races because Ollie competes on actually it's so soon so this will come out on thursday ollie competes saturday sunday tuesday correct and then george isn't until the second session of world champs and you are on the 21st and the 24th correct so the next week so i mean yeah what is it like for do you guys know all your plans and stuff like we all actually fly this wednesday and ollie's are you going into the team or what do we call it the the dorms so the uh, both teams are staying in the dorms but then on also has some ha- some airbnbs booked which is where dathan and like jason our Cairo will be do you guys know what you're doing in terms of going between the dorms or the airbnb well D- uh, dathan wants he's like you gotta, gotta be in the tent for the first couple of days first time time in the day, you need to be in the tent and uh for me like that's fine but i need to let aa know and also like am i allowed to do that like i don't know if athletics australia want me to be at the dorms in the entire time um figure it all out but for me, I think the plan is to stay at the on-house for a few days in the tent and then jump in with the uh, dormitories with AA up to the race 
and then from then on I don't know it depends on how like situation goes like if I feel more comfortable at the on house I'll probably stay there but um yeah I feel like if you if you start in the on house you're probably not going to leave it because it's not yeah, even that many days you get yeah. there Wednesday night and then you compete Saturday yeah like, but why would you want to change like you yeah I think unless with, you win on just Friday night or something yeah just to be closer to, to the track I, I just feel like with the with the team being 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 selected into the team I feel like I should be around the team and be a part of the team and support everyone and being at the on house I won't be as supportive because I won't be there physically but yeah. I mean people probably don't give a shit well I, I feel like, that I feel that a little bit as well yeah. like I want to be with the team like I want to be able to enjoy like I, Broen who's a good high school mate of mine's you know going to be there and yeah I'll probably just see how it goes because you never know like maybe there's no AC or there's like a, a bad situation that you're like oh maybe I'd be more comfortable somewhere else we'll figure it out but at this point in time I'll be the first few days will be at the on house and then from there move into the um, Australian accommodation and then see how that goes, maybe move back to the on-house. Um, but really, the situation is fluid. The that. situation is fluid. And George, you got kind of similar plans, right? Similar. Maybe me and Ollie will share a tent on Wednesday. A tent. Um, share a tent. <laughs> but I'm uh, planning on, well, finally, Carmelo is going through the dorm list this morning as our Eugene slash Oregon expert telling us which ones she thought were good or not. And she says, oh, they all look fine except the uh the barnhart one <laughs> make sure you're not in that one <laughs> just got an email like half an hour ago from cat no. yeah so the teams at the barnhart oh no dorms <laughs> no um, but it's way better because it's actually off campus so it's really far away <laughs> which is great some 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 yeah. convincing us that it's nice it's it's like an off-site one as See, opposed to right at the track if it's nice that could still be cool but Camilla said objectively it's not nice. Well, did she say the dorm's not nice or the location's yeah, not nice? Yeah, I can't nice? remember. I can't remember. I think she I said think the, the location. Dorm. I think she's talking dorm, isn't she? Because either way, you're going to be away from everything. But if it's you... probably good to be away from stuff, but it depends on the quality of the dorm. Is there AC? Yeah, that's a big one. You would like AC when AC it gets a little hot nice. in Eugene. But that, that is, this is the classic thing where you see this with the Olympics and the world champs i mean staying with the team is the funnest thing ever you especially for us because we're based over here you get to see people that you may only see them once a year or less than that but Mm. they're good friends for a long time and it's really fun being a part of that environment but then also there is the kind of more high performance aspect of it where for some people they want to be super locked in super in their own space super able to be in control of everything because there are you know, when you're part of these teams and you're going into a new environment, there is a lot of shit going on there often. Is, yeah. So if you are able to just stay in there with me with your coach and stuff, you keep things super chill. But yeah, you do miss out on a lot of the very fun experience of being on a national team. And that is kind of a negative to... That is like the one negative for the for being a home world champs is, yeah, normally we would maybe even be away on a like a really long camp with your team which i've done before and it's like pretty cool and then whenever you go to say you're racing last time like doha like you're obviously going to be staying with your team there you know you're not going to have the luxury of even having the option to stay in an airbnb down the no. road an airbnb in doha get that on money <laughs> yeah. they just build that on hotel there's yeah. definitely a balance between yeah sticking to your routine with your coach and stuff but then also spending time with your federation stuff because there's some i had a lot of fun in serbia with with a few of the new zealand guys even though i mostly i just got bullied by walshi and his coach and well walshi bullied me as well really yeah Yeah, i was was on the table literally the first time i met walshi i was on the table and and like jason was working on me and then all of a sudden walshi's like why are you working on that bloody Australian for? Because he was, Jason was with uh, was the New, New Zealand, Zealand. <laughs> Yeah. And I, and I was like, 
Boshi, what the hell? Like, I'm a huge fan of you. I was like, that's what you were to say to me, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah, mean, you, were, you know, he's just giving you... And then he was giving Geordie shit because he went to a uh, preppy school. Of course he did. So. Yeah, he can probably get away with whatever he wants. He can get away with whatever he wants. <laughs> he's, he's, well, a he can get away with he's a big man. But, yeah, so... Yeah, I guess it'll be fluid. I feel like, well, I mean, I'm going to be there as well for the first few days in mm-hmm. the on house. So I'm hoping we're all hanging out there. I feel like Eugene's going to be crazy, man. I just know. I can't, I can't imagine it with the, with the world, like the world like, stage and everyone being there. I just can't imagine it. Like, being there just... for the US champs, it's so, it's honestly so bad in terms of, <laughs> in just in terms of there's nowhere to park, there's no restaurant. You, if you go to the meet, there's no restaurants open or the ones that are open have a billion people trying to get food yeah. like just like the more like little things like practicality wise it just eugene is not equipped for it's not <laughs> and, it, and it, won't, it won't be equipped and there will be problems it's like gonna this. be a shit show it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be an absolute shit show and the one good thing though is there are like athlete uh, food halls like, they don't yeah the, that'll mm, be nice they the, do have food, the food will be good for the athletes which is which is fantastic that's really good but however, like I know there's going to be a lot of athletes that are going to want to be maybe family comes in or they want to go out and celebrate a win or a medal. They're, they're just not going to get a booking. They're not going to be able to unless they like plan it really well. It's going to be hard to get in anyway because there's just not enough places to go. And everyone's hyped up the wild duck. I'm not going to the wild duck. Like everyone, like it's going you to. You say be, that now. <laughs> once you win, once you got that gold medal oh, around your neck. Yeah. There's going to be just, photos of me on no contact, uh, context track, just like at the wild duck. I'm predicting just everyone just because the thing is for all the staff people, for lack of a better term, they go to the world champs. This is just a massive party for them. Well, it is, and they, they're staying at a really nice hotel. Yeah. All nice food. They're just going to go out and yeah. party every night. I feel like by the time you get to like your session, George, everyone's just going to be like hungover and tired. <laughs> Might be good. I might have chilled out a bit. Yeah, it'll be a little more chill vibe. Be, be a better vibe for you. Everyone will be so hungover by the time I'm racing. Yeah, that's always the annoying thing. All the coaches, anyone who isn't competing, it's a party. Mm. And like, so it's such a different that's vibe. The thing so. with, like a lot of the coaches, like they probably have athletes spread out, and then a lot of their athletes, if they do well earlier on, they're just going to be like just going out and partying with the athletes, and then all yeah. of a sudden they go, "Oh crap, I got like an athlete in." one of the events near the end is like oh yeah ritz already said that if you win we're not sleeping that night so i've i'm fully prepared for that <laughs> ritz will have more than one beer two beers maybe i think yeah. i think he could push the up. two the two coronas two corona two, two corona lights. two light coronas two you could push light that. coronas and then a bag of uh, potato chips yeah wow that's we'll getting real that spicy for victory but do you guys i don't even know how we go about it do you guys want to preview the races i feel like it's too it's such a too large of a task for us almost well it's, it's a pretty i think everyone that follows us and watches the pod knows who's in what race and yeah. what they what to expect i think the one thing that they need to probably want to know is like how do we feel going in and yeah personally like the 1500 it's going to be hard to make that final and in any championship race for me personally it's just like qualify try and qualify as easy as you can try and be comfortable try and be in control of the race as much as you can and that's just going to be my plan and then get to the final and anything can happen just be excited be happy to be there and enjoy and respect the uh, opportunity to compete at the world stage do you think that easy peasy keith mcsqueezy will come out in any of the earlier rounds or will you save him for the final He's probably going to have to be saved for the final. I think I think the one thing that I learned from the Olympics was like try and try and gain some confidence from what you've done but also make sure that you get through comfortably as possible because each round's going to it's going to take a lot of emotional as well as physical energy to get through. And when it gets to the final, it's just going to be a I think personally it's going to be a very very hard fast race whether it's fast from the gun or fast from a certain distance out. I won't name a distance cuz who knows where Secrets. I'm going to be but 
I yeah, Keith Keith McSqueezy will pop up at some point, hopefully in the final. Yeah, I could see him popping up a little bit in the semis if you're feeling good and you just want to, because being at the front is sometimes, especially yeah. the way you like to run. Yeah, you stay out of trouble. Mm. There's Depends a lot of, who's in my field too. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, personally, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great opportunity. I feel like even running at, at Haywood, even though I diss it a lot, I feel like I'm gonna have. I think we're gonna have as a team. OAC gonna have some home home uh, crowd to cheer us on. So Maybe some use the, use the crowd. fans. How yeah. how much of an effect do you think? Um, the fact that Yingi just followed you on Instagram today will have. <sighs> I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to play it down, but it's a, it's a huge moment for me, guys. Uh, Jakob Ingebrigtsen followed me back on Instagram, and today, today of all today, days, today he did, yeah. And does that mean he's uh, following my progress on Coffee Club? Who's to say? Uh, but I think that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is cool. It is pretty cool that the I, Olympic champion follows me on Instagram. I I think he knows what Coffee Club is. I'm not. Uh, I wouldn't bet all my money on it, but I think he knows. <laughs> Do you reckon he's pissed off about the jingy thing? I don't no, know. I think he'd love that. See, it's, I, a, it's an endearing compliment. It is very endearing. I'm not sure if he would have seen that. I hope like we need to we need to be able to like raise an army to all go comment jingy on his post <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Like get him sure. make to make sure that he's seen it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I, I think this is what's going to happen. If I am around him in a heat or a semi or, or the final, and and we're we're leaving the stadium or something like that, I'm sure he'll hear it. Yeah. Like, particularly when. Yeah, I'm sure you'll hear it, but. Particularly when you say it to him. <laughs> What's up, Jingy? Great, great race, Jingy. If you say that mid race somehow, like, just in the first lap or something, just like, Jingy move over yeah, or something. Yeah, I'll just go. If you're just yeah. like right next to him. Jingy passing on the left. <laughs> Coming through, Jingy. Coming through, Jingy. Red hot, red hot. <laughs> Here comes the squeeze. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Do you, that, do, you ever say, do you ever say anything during races? No. I'm too. I'm too, I'm too focused. Dude, on, how do I'm not people say something racist? I, I'm, I'm quite a big talker, eh? What do you I, say? I've said something, but I don't know. Uh, people are always surprised about. It. I said something to Johnny during that mile in Staten Island. Really? And see, he came up to me afterwards, and he was like so shocked by it. See, that would shock me as well because I don't think I've ever been in a race really where anyone said anything. But it's funny you just mentioned that because I was watching Drew Hunter and Sam Parsons run, and with 500 to go, when Drew Hunter is passing Sam or whatever point it was, Sam's like yelling at him. Really? I'm like, what is he saying? Oh, I should. I definitely wouldn't cross races too. Especially see, cross, if, races, oh, cross, cross races, races. I can understand. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the first understand. half, like, you kind of just messing around. But I'd love to do that. So you know how we have. Now, pretty good. I'd say a pretty good 1,500-meter 5K team on the men's side. Okay. We should probably do, like, you know how Bauman has, like, the time trial, get the standard thing? We should do that with our team and then just, like, talk constantly to Joe and see how he reacts. Because I feel like Joe just wouldn't respond. He gets very focused. He yeah. gets very focused. I think I'd part, I partly do it to, like, convince myself that I'm, that that I'm like, relaxed. Oh, still. I can still talk, yeah. 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 That's smart. That's actually a good mental See, I, I think I get too focused to do it. I, don't I mean, I, I definitely don't do it with, like, 200 meters to go. <laughs> I really, well, give it I a really try. would have loved to. Actually, the, it could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. Say something uh, during that fifteen hundred meter race. Yeah, which one? For Morgan, like if, to Jack Anstey or something. Oh, like my go, one. Here comes the chicken boy or something like that. Yeah, coming through. You like chicken or something? <laughs> <laughs> Fried chicken coming oh, up. That would have just been mean. I mean, it probably would have been <laughs> yeah. mean. But I'm trying to think of something that would have been funny that would have made Jack laugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd be like, "Holy crap!" Morgan's just like said something to me. I don't know how to respond to that. That would be pretty funny. But yeah, so always obviously feeling good, ready to go, about to fly in. And then, shit, racing on Saturday. Racing what, on Saturday. What champs, baby. Only comes around once every... Well, now every year, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> every year. We've got Budapest, and then Paris, and then 2025 is maybe Tokyo. Is it really? Really? That's what Riz said, yeah. Crazy. Potentially. 2026 yeah. is our year off. 
Com Games. Com Games, yeah. Melbourne. Classic, yeah. not year off. Yeah. Um, George, 5K. How, yeah. You got any any wise words to say? Or are you just going to go in as just got instinct? Just instinct. Dude, I'm I'm going in fresh. Fresh. First, first. Uh, what's it called? First World Championship. Yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. I guess well, so. Same, bro. Well, I think the Olympics counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. And you made it through all the well, rounds. I was going to ask you this if you wanted to answer it. Like world indoors to world outdoors. Do you feel like world indoors really helped you? mentally come into World Outdoors feeling pretty comfortable that you've kind of been around the scene of that kind of type of running? A little bit, but I think, I don't know if it compares too closely. Yeah. I just think the field... Well, you ran against Borrega and stuff, you know? I did run in a heat with Borrega. Yeah. Which was nice. pretty cruisy there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it will be um, touch wood. I had COVID in my first World Final, so... That is true. Hopefully not in the second World Final. Hopefully make another World Final. I think it's going to be freaking hard. Can't wait till um, um, well, can't wait till that happens. Just see George on the 5K final list with a mask on. Oh, he got COVID again. He's wearing a mask at the start line. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just excited for you, Wait, man. do you guys but, get tested in, while you're there? No, you just got to get a you get yeah. test to get your accreditation. I don't think you get tested after that, do you? Just one test to get into one the test, list. Okay. Once you get a, your accreditation. Yeah. But yeah, all, all the work's been done, so either Hell the yeah, tools brother. are there or they're not. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm excited. Yeah. It, it is, it is going to be probably pretty toasty in the 5k it's in the hottest part of the day in the sun got to get those well, tv rides 2 p.m no i think like six o'clock oh six but i think that like that's five, hot. like five to six is the hottest part of the day in eugene interesting i think just because the sun doesn't set till um, after nine o'clock <laughs> yeah <laughs> um what else to say i don't know do you have any Morgan, hard... any advice you've been uh, in some yeah you've been as, to worlds as in the someone 5K. who's made was twice in the olympics once and hasn't made the final one time <laughs> from my experiences shoot i can say do better than i did i mean honestly the 5k this is nothing new i think literally it's just who's the fittest like who's the best at running 5k i don't no. think it's i don't think it's I, I think you can overcomplicate it and be like oh it's about like tactics or like a f- certain finishing thing but in all those races they're the athletes that they're so amazing like they're really good guys the ethiopian you know who they are they're so amazing and at some point in the race they just start absolutely dro- like to me it feels like they're absolutely hammering it for them it's probably just their normal pace but at, <laughs> at some point they just start absolutely hammering and from that point on it becomes that type of 5k fan that you're used to where you're just like balls to the wall just like war attrition going for it and so if you're fit enough you'll you'll be able to just do your thing and you'll be fine and i know that you are fit enough based on everything we've seen so i think you'll be good and i think yeah i mean positioning stuff is going to be important but with your kick and stuff i think i think you'll be pretty good i think it's just whoever's fittest really it is crazy the the range of of times in the 5k compared to like a 1500 range like everyone is pretty much running between this year no one's run under 330 right 330 and 335 yeah by the time Maybe you make less. the semis everyone's a 333 yeah. probably. in the 5k there's people running 12 40s low and yeah. 13 20 exactly like there's the range is insane it is wild yeah yeah and i hate it when people talk about like how good like people's kicks are in the 5k because yes like it is a kick but more it's just like these guys just get to the bell lap and they're just they're just they're not they're, chilling they're but ready to go they're feeling Probably a more. lot better than a yeah. lot of other people you they're know just they're mean? ready to go and they know how how it feels to run that kind of pace 95 percent of a time 95 percent of a kick is being fit enough at the end to not be tired <laughs> yeah. exactly so but I, I am i'm a little i almost think 
this might be um this might be a hot take you guys might not agree but i think the final should be made i don't think there should be time qualifiers oh no i 100 percent agree the five, i think there should be because i think there's 15 make it yeah so you get like five five and five or top five next five but i think it should just be top eight in each one dude there's a whole can okay. of worms yeah. every, every single time i've competed it's five people from the first heat second ten people from the second yeah. it's because so that, that person that came 10th is no better is not not necessarily better at running than the person that came sixth in the other heat no like like it, does, it makes no difference I don't, I don't what think, time I, they're I in i think that, that is a hot take but i 100 percent agree with you i no. think that's like that's a problem in those races is that if you're in a first heat that's you're, you're not in control of that and you just know for a fact that the second heat's going to go quicker yeah. the disadvantage of being in the first heat particularly at a world stage like at a, at a lower stage you could maybe get away with it but at a world stage like everyone in that race knows what what time it is to get that time qualifier they know now in in 2019 i was in pretty good shape at worlds and i think i came maybe seventh in the first heat and i think the stat was it was either like the top four or five in my heat were the top like five or six in the final i think mohamed who medaled was like fourth or fifth in that heat yeah it was it was yeah. you're 100 percent right george so i hate to say it but hopefully you're in the second heat yeah like you don't you don't want to have to like like you, it's annoying that that matters and maybe if you're a middle threat probably doesn't matter if you're yeah. like gonna win yeah. because maybe like it's probably easy enough but to to get the best final it should be it should be different it should be different i agree well for you to be to be honest i don't think it would matter because i think you'll still be able to get top yeah. five in either of those heats but you're a good race i 100 percent agree with what you're saying we yeah. we need to talk to seb Cole about that we do sebi hit us up he's probably Ollie, listening. i think um that might be your job Hey, I'll talk to I'll talk to like Lord Co. Lord Co. Lord Co. <laughs> hey, you top of the morning to you. Um, so we don't have a ton of more time right now, but we do want to obviously by the same. Well, one of Joe and Alicia's races. They're fr- they, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. So they're going to be the days after this comes out as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about them often, and we always say they're crushing, and we can report they're still crushing. Yeah, they're still crushing, and I think. Uh, Dathan's very confident that they're both going to represent America extremely well, and we're extremely proud of them because yeah. I think the 10K is such a grind fest. Hashtag grind fest. Um, <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag grind fest. Uh, Joe, Joe with, the, with the hashtag clicker miles. Hashtag clicker miles. Uh, he's, he's killing it right now. Heat training has been interesting. It's been exhausting to watch the yeah. heat training for both of them, but they're, they're, they're doing what they can to, to prepare themselves for one of the hardest events um, on the calendar. 10k yeah. i'm excited for him i think metal meddling in the 10k you have to be like some special breed like it's just such a crazy you really do crazy event and um they're both just doing stuff that makes me believe that they're gonna have a great great race yeah i think what's pretty cool i don't know if ritz changed alicia's workout but well i don't know actually if he changed joe's workout either but just as a sign that things are going really well is i know that george and i both had pretty quick 1ks on this as our past workout on sunday and he changed them to slower 1ks so i feel like that's a sign that ritz is extremely happy with all the work that he's seen and at this point it's like let's just let's just keep it going nothing fancy nothing special the work's been done don't need to crush anything yeah let's just get in some more solid work and maintain at this point because i mean really for all these people from our team that are competing literally all all the work has been done like that's not just like a saying it's like for real like all the different types of workouts have the boxes have all been ticked all these people have been training there's been a few injuries here and there but like if you look at the last year of training the consistency for everyone has been pretty amazing and that's what it takes to have success at this level so 
all around. It's going to be pretty awesome. So tune in. Yeah. <laughs> tune in, strap on. I mean, strap oh, and in. You're, and you're and setting the tone. Setting the tone. The night before world starts. Well, yeah. I guess that is the same night world starts, but the night before anyone from OEC races. Yeah. 5K time. Morgan is back, baby. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I honestly ha- don't know what to think about it because at some points I thought it was going to be maybe a 13-20 race. And because the thing is, I don't think Ritz wants me to go out there and just try run as quick as I can from the front. I think that's a little bit intimidating for your first 5K. But I don't just, I just don't know who's going to be in the field because it is a pretty awkward timing for a race, to be honest. The the day before World Champs or the day of World Champs, just a 5K in LA. I think it's going to be another like great meet to compete in in terms of just like probably good conditions, lovely track and all that. So it'll be good to go out and get a solid effort in and obviously try get the win i don't know ritz hasn't even told me what he like i think he wants me to just try winning i don't know if he wants me to try even care about time or anything so i'm not sure really what to think about racing this one winners are grinners i think if you go to if you go to europe when you are really trying to run fast with a few like pretty comfortable wins under your belt then chasing the time will be you'll be like super confident whereas if you like go try and run fast now on your own and then like it's super hard yeah it makes it because it'd be on your own yeah makes it a lot harder can destroy the confidence a little yeah, bit a little bit yeah so yeah i mean i don't really i i just want to try win and i'm not saying at all that it's going to be an easy win because i literally don't know who else is racing it, it. it is like up and down <laughs> I literally like have people no add idea. into the list or they come out of the list like you just yeah. don't know so we'll see who's there and whoever's on the start line i guess i'll, I'll try to go for the win and it'll be it'll be interesting to be back in a 5k because 1500s are one thing 5k's i think of is a very tough painful event so yeah. well what, what's the date for it it'd be good effort the date is the 15th 15th so Friday the 15th, the 15th. Uh, you guys will see obviously on social media but come down to your morgan if you're in the oh, area yeah, come out to oxy it's yeah. it's interesting because i feel like at some of the other sound running meets has been massive i guess they've just been way bigger meets with way more names like the ones that you guys did at was, was that orange county when you guys had a ton of people there well the uh yakabina yeah. Brisson one was quite big yeah so those ones Obviously. are gonna be big this yeah. one last time had a i did it had a nice little fan base but it wasn't anything too crazy but yeah. i would absolutely love to see anyone out there we'll bring stickers of come course. out and support morgan and my, yeah. just, morgan's parents will be there and my parents will be yeah. there watching morgan so if you want to you want to meet deal. the families yeah you know, that's that's <laughs> a, that's a cool parents. thing to do that you don't really get to do all the time yeah come down to the meet and then i i don't know if anyone commented on the last video about this but then because i think i asked if people are going to eugene so maybe no one is because i like last episode, I think I said comment going to Eugene or something. I don't think anyone did. But, yeah, Eugene will be around. The mm. first few days always going to be pretty dialed in and competing with George and I. I'm Hopefully... Probably doing a workout. Yeah, hopefully we're around. Hopefully we're, I don't, hopefully we're able to get into the stadium to watch some of it. We don't know what is happening ticket-wise because yeah, a lot of it's sold Big out. Yeah, Steve can get us a few sold tickies. Out. Yeah, I mean, tickies, tickies should be there for us, but... Who knows? Oh, for me personally, I think I should be able to get in, but... Hopefully you're... <laughs> actually, George, your accreditation will get you in. Every, any day? I, I'm i not certain, but I think they normally have a section for the athletes. I think you can stick a stand I, th- I think they There's do. Section. Um, yeah, if I not, mean, I'll be outside the stadium just tailgating. <laughs> It'll be great. I, I, the American dream. The American dream of tailgating at the World Champs. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. And so many people will be going to Eugene and not even bothering to try and get in. That's, that's, like, that's all my friends have told me, yeah, we're just going to have a good time. I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. We're going to watch it on I TV outside. I be so fun. And just party. Because it's just, like we said for before with the you know the staff 
for a lot of people that we know that were maybe college teammates there or something, it's just a cool occasion. It's a cool excuse to go and hang out with some friends that you haven't seen in a while. It's a great event for it. Uh, so even though it's in Eugene, kind of expensive to get to, some people have to take the bus there. Mm. Have you guys seen all this shit? Up with... Yeah. All I can say is the airline system <laughs> are the devils. Yeah. Because, like, it just sucks. Like, it's, it's, it's hard. So it's really hard to get in. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, we hope to see a lot of people there. How about this last hot take? I just had a thought. <laughs> Go for it. What do you think? I'm I'm not convinced that the... <laughs> it's very premature. The podium ceremony is adequate for making track more interesting. I think track ceremonies, where they're, like, on the podium... And you stand hands behind your back, and you're like standing really far apart from each other. You do the anthem, you stand really still. Yeah, feel like it's pretty boring. Well, how, I else, did, you, how else would you do it? I, no, I did see a story about it. So there was Try a story. Formula One. Yeah. Oh, the, you want some alcohol in there? Let's get some freaking party. <laughs> you want some alcohol in there? Why, can why can't you be hyped up? Why can you, can't you get? I mean, like, I would say, super I guess, pumped. I guess, no, I'm not trying to just like disagree. I'd say probably the partying is the lap that you do right after. Yeah, that bit's cool. That's pretty sweet. The the one thing I would would love is like to say. Just hypothetically, say say Timothy Chariot wins. Imagine him with a champagne bottle just spraying <laughs> everyone. It'd be I'd pay so much money to see that. They can fit that champagne they into their budget. Champagne in there for surely. <laughs> I mean, like, having, super, having these athletes, yeah, coming out. Get of a champagne Pope. sponsor. Just get a champagne sponsor, <laughs> and just like just get these athletes to spraying the champagne everywhere. It'd be great. You know, they're all going to drink afterwards anyway. Yeah. No, like, I mean I agree. Any any if, chance okay. to get more party vibes in there? Yeah. Imagine like Cooper Cooper Tier wins the fifteen hundred, right? Imagine like the just the crowd going nuts and he's just spraying them. Like the the photos and the imagery that you could get there, like it'd be and, crazy. And Steve, you get party. a you get a really slow version of just like boring. stars and stripes, whatever yeah. that shit's called. Yeah, they do. They do love to, and they slow it down. Yeah, it goes you for stand about there for ages. fifteen minutes. You know what is cool about the world champs? I can't even remember if it was like this at the Olympics, and I'm not sure if Hayward field will have these capabilities but they do do some pretty cool light show stuff mm. like before before we jerry summer, with a little flashlight <laughs> jerry's just going this i remember i remember at doha before say like the 100 meters they turn all the lights Pitch off black. in the stadium yeah. and then they do this cool light stuff and then you know they like to do the fire and the smoke stuff as well that stuff is that's pretty it. sweet mm. that so is pretty sweet that, that, that. that is a g up that gets you that that actually gets you really feeling something if you're in the stadium watching you really yeah. get like get, tingly get up tingly so tingly hopefully we get in some all of the that. right places um so that's most of it actually george we should this is partly just a clarification on what we talked about in regards to the new zealand selection last week mm. for, clarifying apologize i i want to apologize to james who i was actually texting just the week before and i should have been clearer that he unfortunately did not end up getting selected in the 800 james preston 145.3 800 meter runner a few weeks before the window closed however the standard is 145.2 do you know what his ranking ended up being At, uh outside i don't yeah. think by from my small-ish amount of research on road to Oregon, i don't think a single person qualified on ranking in the 800 it's not one they're all either standard i think some same in the 10k mm-hmm. i don't think anyone qualified on ranking Either everyone has standard or a couple of people with um, auto bids from certain meets. The qualification is always, every time it's like you you think you know it and then it surprises you because there's all these auto bids from all these competitions we don't even know about and then countries have their own policies because the other 
big one was friend of the show Mike Foppen unfortunately didn't qualify he yeah. represents uh, the Netherlands yeah I believe and <clears throat> what was their policy his, his, his ranking right now is maybe 25th 26th in the world in the 5k and the last person in is in the 50s but he didn't I think the Netherlands policy was he had to be under 30 but he had to do it earlier in the season just at a certain arbitrary date yeah very, just very, a random date sus. probably like April 30 or something if you're yeah. not ranked in the top 30 on April 30th you can't be considered for selection so that's now he's pushing, ranked 25th making the sport worse it really so, is it's like, what do you achieve by not yeah. putting this guy him in the race this guy's ranked 25th in the world he's young and he's young he's wearing your country in an yeah. event where Netherlands isn't like a dominant I mean Stefan Hassan Stefan Hassan dominant but Netherlands doesn't have like a massive doesn't have the depth yeah and you, you have someone that could be there for you but you choose not to select them it's just it may, it's not good for the sport yeah. it's just not good it's just ha- especially someone that we kind of know like yeah. we've, George and I have both raced him so we kind of are on similar paths with him at times and he's a, he's a really nice guy so it's sad to see that keep fighting though keep fighting keep fighting the good fight brother yeah hell yeah, yeah. brother <laughs> Um, so, is, is that it? I think that's it for today. Yeah. Uh, we got in a nice evening. It's actually so nice outside. It's very, right very now. beautiful. I'm heat training right now with my jumper, but <laughs> you are as well. But uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you everyone for watching this one. Big world chance episode. So say good luck to these two boys. Uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. We're we're not sure if we're going to get out an episode during world champs. I think it's just going to depend on the vibes. Probably, yeah. Just what's going on because it's probably gonna be crazy and just see. So I I definitely get uh, now that I've raced once. I get how you know you get focused. Sometimes it's hard to like have time for this stuff. So we'll just see what happens. But yeah, thanks everyone for for uh, listening. We'll see you guys next time. See you next time. <laughs>